0: Welcome to Living Scent, a Resonate Church podcast where we talk about what it means to be missional, putting missional back in our missional communities. And we are talking about enjoying grace, embodying love, and engaging culture as we learn how to live sent. Yeah, so I'm excited that we're having our Living Scent podcast, and we have a special guest in the room today. Jenny Woo-hoo! Kwan is with nice. us sharing. Oh, thanks, I'm so glad you would come in. I'm you're great, so grateful that you're here. Uh, also in the room, we've got Yvonne what on mic, bothering people. Jason Wigan over here. Hello. Yeah, and you can't see him, you can't hear him, but he is making all this possible. Caleb Shanhira is in the room rocking it as the engineer. How's it going, Caleb? We got a thumbs up from Caleb. That was a big, and a smile. That was an enthusiastic thumbs up. I think it was an enthusiastic. I think he's glad to be here. I'm sure, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, we're talking about everything that has to do with Living Scent and and how we can be missional in our missional communities. And uh, really today, we we just sat down, we were talking like, what's the big idea? So Yvonne, what what is the big idea that we're going for today?
1: Well, we've been talking about the essential things in an MC, and in the first training that kicked off the year, we kind of brought back language that was used years ago about being for the one, mm-hmm. and there was an explanation of it, but, and it was a great start, but it's not enough. And
0: I, I thought it was a great explanation. Jason just spouting off wisdom. It sounded really... Well, it was yeah. great, but it just wasn't enough. <laughs> okay, that's Sometimes right. Sometimes great isn't that's right. enough. I'm not sure if I remember it that
2: yeah, way. Yeah, it might have been slightly different. <laughs> I
3: don't remember it at all. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Perfect. Yeah.
0: That's so perfect. This, this conversation started because, Jenny, uh, a week or two ago, um, you were seeing something. And this is... I think a lot of people know that you and Ryan are married, and so there's a part of your role here that no one will ever understand, that you've Mm -hmm. been giving, you're a part of the mission of this church, you've been so sacrificial in ways I don't know, others don't know, but Jesus knows. But there's another part of you that's visible, like people see it because you're a gifted leader, Mm -hmm. you're an influencer, you love people, you're, you're actually integrated into the ministries of the church, serving in res kids, you're an MC coach, an MC leader, and I've known you for a long time, and, and I can see, like, you have a discernment, you have a wisdom and an insight that I think the church needs. So when you emailed me, you emailed me about a topic of something you were seeing, and I, I was so grateful that you did. But can you just bring us into the conversation? What was it that you were seeing that, you, that precipitated that, that email?
3: Uh, well, thank you, Scott, for just all of your encouragement and kind words. Just... Thank you. Of course. always so nice to hear. Um, Yeah, I think the reason I emailed you was because I was seeing that some MC leaders that I was coaching, Mm -hmm. they weren't really talking about the one a lot in our MC meetings. And I think it's because they they kind of weren't quite sure what it was, didn't really have language Mm -hmm. around – what the one was and because they didn't have that, they couldn't really pass that on to people in their MCs. Yeah, yep. So, yeah. yeah.
0: So you're saying Jason's t- training wasn't enough, we didn't get there, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll just say
2: the reason for that <laughs> is because I didn't realize until about two weeks ago, the training was, what, two months ago, three yeah, months ago, yeah. and I didn't know until two weeks ago that it was an actual sermon series from many years ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so when what that came to like, What year was
3: that, anyway?
0: I have no idea.
3: Do you remember the year? I I feel like it was something like 2011 or
0: something. It was like definitely yeah.
3: past that, because that's when I first came. So it
1: was like uh, 20 maybe 12 or 13. We were at American High School, weren't we? Yes. When okay. we were so sticking like, the puzzle pieces on yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just know oh, yeah. that
2: when I learned that in this room, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In this room, You're like, we're cow. in room 30 right yeah. now. When I learned that, I thought, oh, I really wish I would have known that before I get talked about it at the training. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I thought the training was great, and we covered so many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's almost like we didn't have enough time to yeah. talk about the one in depth anyway. Yeah. And so I realized there were some people who were there for that, uh, the one sermon series. Yep.
0: Yeah, it was a whole series. Yeah. It was like a couple months of sermons. I almost
3: want to call it a campaign. It because felt it was, like it. Yeah, because it was one of those things mm-hmm. where, we, where we really push people to like mm-hmm. go and, yeah. and share the gospel with someone who doesn't know Jesus, yep. you know, and I think we called it the one because it's like Jesus going, you know, leaving the 99 to go mm-hmm. after that one sheep. Yeah. And so while I think people know that verse, mm-hmm. and so they kind of understand what, the one is in that context, that was the only context they had. Yeah. And so I felt like it needed just a little bit further in terms of explanation and and, and what we really mean by that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As you were like listening to the leaders, what were some ways that they were interpreting that or where you felt like, oh, maybe we're not, we haven't fleshed it out enough for them.
3: Yeah. So I think um, in some groups, you know, someone, they just said, your one is somebody who's far from Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so they interpreted that as okay. I'm going to invite them into this MC, and while I, I love the heart for that, while I love that you know they took action and did something, um, I'm not quite sure that's exactly uh, what we're aiming at, mm-hmm. um, because I I think we sort of have once. Uh, we have that if we build it, they will come sort of mentality, you know, mm. from that really, really old movie. Yeah, I mean, we're that old. <laughs> we're, <very laughs> we're that old that we remember. Field of the field, Dreams, the field classic. Of dreams. Yeah. Come on, Kevin Costner. Yeah, I, I mean, it's okay,
0: my yeah. sons would have no clue what it, it, yeah, we're they being have no honest. Idea. Yeah, you guys are that old. <laughs> hey, no, come but
2: on. <laughs> you're older try. than me. Yeah, yeah, but I'm but just. I'm are not you the, really? <laughs> I'm just
0: not the oldest. Well. We don't oh. have to get into that. Jenny's still 29, so Jenny's we're 29. Not sure. Yeah,
3: for yeah. like the 20th but time. But
0: back to the, back <laughs> to the idea, you're like, the, if we build it, they will come. Yes. So that's sort of like the just come to an event, just come to an event. And, right. And you were like, mm, that might not be what for the one is really about.
3: Yeah, because I think they think if we just invite, have them come to the MC, or if we can just get them to come to church, then our work is done. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, well, it's probably not um, how we're actually going to influence someone to see the gospel. Mm, yeah. You know, we I, I think it's one of those things where we want people to live with them, to build mm-hmm. relationship with them, yeah. to build, bring them into your everyday life. Yep. So it's not you um, bringing them to church or even like having an opportunity to say, this is the gospel and here, you know, using, you know, the gospel bridge or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, things. Sort of just
0: like what we think of when we think of evangelism.
3: Right. right? And it's Mm -hmm. not a presentation, you know, a a one-time thing and then you can check off on your list. But it's one of those things where, man, you know, build a relationship with someone, get to know them, ask what their, you know, um, spiritual background is. What do they know? Mm hmm and you know, hopefully they'll ask about your life and see your life yeah. and maybe they'll start to ask questions and maybe that's when we start to give the gospel and it doesn't have to be all at one time,
4: mm-hmm. right?
3: But you know, drip little parts of the gospel so that they start to think and ask and question yeah. and really wanna yep. find out.
0: Yep, I, I think that's awesome. Yeah,
3: two words that jumped out at me as you were
1: saying that our lifestyle and journey. Mm-hmm. That there's this thing that happens over a period of time and it's not just like you're saying an event or one thing that you do, but it's actually a lifestyle that you adopt.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I, I think just for clarity, like, what would we not on Jenny, but just like on all of us, when we're like, okay, what do we mean? Like, when we talk about the one, what are we hoping will happen in an MC when they talk about their one? Any, any
2: thoughts, comments? My hope is that people consider first think about how or have a they think of the the heart of Jesus, which is to go after the one that, um, that there are people who need to be loved, that need to experience love, that need to be rescued. And that, 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 that's the start of it, that their, their motivation is not to check off a box, but it is to emulate the life of Jesus because they've received from Jesus, because Mm -hmm. they've received love. They now have a desire to go and share that love. Uh, And then the second thing, is that um, they recognize that the the people in their life, whether it's the one, quote unquote, or not, that the people that are in their life are there because God put them there. And that whether it's a neighbor, a family member, a school uh, schoolmate or whatever, it's somebody, God has put these people in our lives so that we might be a blessing to them, to take what we've received mm-hmm. and be a blessing. So whether it's in general or specific, that what I have from the Lord is not for me. Yeah, It's I'm to be a conduit yeah. to other people's
0: lives. I love what you're saying, too, because um, as we come close to launch week and we're we're sort of renewing our hearts for the mission, part of that is like a fresh look in the building, too. And we're going to be putting in the building some words that describe our mission. And it starts by saying, enjoy grace. So like what you're saying, Jason, is like the very first thing is like, that we're realizing how much he loves us (laughs) and it starts to change us. And there's like an overflow Mm -hmm. of that, that it's not from a check the box, it's actually from like, how can he love me this much? And that actually changes the way we start looking at at others. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, something I think about too is burden. Mm. Uh, I I would hope that we all take on Jesus' invitation to take on a burden for someone who doesn't yet know him. And for me, I'm Straight up, I'm a wimpy person. And so when I feel burdens, I want to shed them off as fast as possible. Like, it's uncomfortable.
0: I wish we were videoing, because Jenny just made an awesome face as you were no, you, saying
3: You're not wimpy. It was the most loving
2: just.
0: eye roll
3: I've ever seen. <laughs>
0: right. Loving. It was so full of love.
1: It was hard for me to stand my sentence knowing that she was eye rolling. Me,
0: but okay, keep going. Anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: yeah just that that burden i want to shed it as soon as possible Hmm. and part of why when it comes to for me historically and even sometimes now when i think about people who are in my life that don't know jesus i don't want to think about them because i think i need to save them
4: yeah and i and i
1: also have run into how i can't
4: yes and so
1: it's just a lot easier to not think about them instead of oh you know rely on jesus He's the one that does the work. Mm-hmm. But when I actually sit in that, the burdens lifted. Yes. But that's the only way. Yeah. That's the only way we could actually sit with burdens is if we know that it's not on us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In some sense, the the words that are gonna be in the in the building that define how we're gonna do the mission. Enjoy grace, mm-hmm. embody love, engage culture. And, and what I hear you saying is, like, if we start with the last one, like, I've got to engage other people with this gospel. I've got I've to be the one that does this and makes this happen and makes this grow. And if we start with that, instead of starting with the actually the enjoying grace yourself, mm-hmm. like seeing how he loves you, it turns into pressure.
3: Right. Right.
0: There's totally. A, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah.
3: But I also think even if you're at a point where you're not necessarily enjoying grace, mm-hmm. But if you're trying to find out more about this grace, that is actually still a journey mm-hmm. that you can bring some along, someone alongside yeah. you with, you know? Yep. I and mean, it could be like, hey, I'm not 100 on this grace thing yeah. or this Jesus thing, but I do know like, I wanna find out. Yeah. Because it seems important, or it seems like it, it could be a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, like, would you wanna like explore together? Like, find out with me? Because, yeah. you know, a lot of sometimes uh, this whole thing could sound like super Christian. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm so happy. I love Jesus. We're in this great relationship. I'm, and I'm ha- so. Awesome. Yeah. And I have say, a one. You have a one. We <laughs> yeah. all have a one. Yeah. And we're so good. And, yeah. you know, like, you know, yeah. rainbow, sunshine, glitter, you mm, know. Right. And, and it's not glitter. Not, I love glitter. Um, <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I still love Yvonne. Anyway, yeah. um, you know, and it's all of those things at some points but i mean life as we've all experienced is not always that way. Yeah. Right? But i think that people think that you have to be in this great place to like lead somebody. Mm-hmm. But i don't think that that's necessarily true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. i think you can just walk alongside someone and just be honest with where you're at. As long as you're facing in the right direction, i think we're good to go.
4: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I think what you're saying is so profound. It's like we get frozen cuz we think we have to have arrived. Right, yeah. before we can do anything. Right. But you're talking about like we're on this journey and we're like, there's something I need. And then helping someone come along with you as you're both looking for that thing. What is that? Right? Like needing more mm-hmm. of Jesus is probably the better qualification than actually already having become like Jesus. You you shared a story. We we talked on the phone about mm-hmm. your email and you shared about going to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Can you just share like what was that experience like? What what was happening? It was sort of fun that the day we're talking about for the one. God yes. or it was like, oh, "Okay, maybe God's doing something here."
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, so it, it, I met up with um the mom of my my kids, my kids friends mom. Okay. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I got that yeah. out. And they both happened to be the same age as Brendan and Ella. Hmm. And, you know, very similar um And we had kind of talked and gotten together before COVID hit, Mm -hmm. and then COVID hit, and I hadn't, I didn't see her for like a year and a half. Mm, Yeah. Like, I just didn't. And we didn't even, Mm -hmm. like, communicate during COVID, because, I know, different social bubbles and my, our kids played different video games.
0: And the world went haywire, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like,
3: yeah. And, you know... Mm -hmm. uh, just one of those losses that you think you hmm. oh well it's one of those yeah. losses oh well mm-hmm. but I ended up seeing her mm. at school and she's like hey we should get together for coffee I was like yes let's do it yeah. so we ended up meeting for coffee and it was just a lot of catching up mm-hmm. you know about how she's been doing how our kids are doing and you know same with me and at the end of it she was Hey, like we should we should make this a regular thing. We should meet Ooh. regularly. And I was like, "Yes. <laughs> let's do this regularly." Yeah. yeah. You know, and it I I didn't talk about Jesus in any way shape yeah. or form. I mm-hmm. mean, she knows that my husband is a pastor, so you know, yeah. she just asks out of mm-hmm. courtesy house church yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um but I was just like, "Okay, here is a cool relationship that I thought was gone." but now mm. god brought mm. it back
4: mm-hmm.
3: and i have zero idea what the lord wants me to do with this relationship yeah but let me pursue it mm-hmm. let me and and i like her you know like yeah. i'm like oh she's kind of fun to hang out yeah. with and you know i i wanted i want to do things with her i want to talk with her mm. i want to have coffee with her and you know i think the only thing i'm doing now is lord can you give me a gospel moment
4: mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. I have no idea when it's going to come, mm-hmm. how it's going to come. By the way, can you prepare me for the gospel moment? Because I have no <laughs> idea when it's yeah. coming, and I don't yeah. even know what you want me to say. Yeah. But yeah. can I'll just be praying yes. for her, and maybe like a moment mm-hmm. to share something, mm-hmm. right? And <laughs> what I've learned, um, it, it could be next month. It could be in the next decade. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, You know, but I... I don't know any of those things because I'm not sovereign, even mm-hmm. though I try to think I am sometimes. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's um, our biggest problem right? Yeah. <laughs> <way. laughs> that's what usually yep. gets me in trouble. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and so I think, okay, I'm just going to be faithful to the relationship that God has given me yeah. with this mom. And if I get a gospel moment, great. Mm-hmm. If not, whatever. But who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe 10 years from now, she'll remember, oh, yeah, I used to meet up with Jenny, and she used to be pastor's wife. I have a question about something. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I'll ask her. You know, I, I have no idea.
0: Yeah. I think, too, there's something you're doing in that Starbucks conversation that we sometimes skip over. We don't realize how powerful it is. Mm-hmm. Just to just to listen and be a real friend to someone. Like, I don't know. I think a lot of people felt really lonely coming out of mm-hmm. isolation and the pandemic. And so to have someone who's kind and you just genuinely caring and listening to her, that's mm-hmm. a way of. That's actually a way of like serving and, and demonstrating grace. You know? She might not have the words to say it, but she was like, she actually did, because she's like, can we do this more, right? <laughs> she's <laughs> like, can we meet, that means there was something in that, you know, that, that coffee time that was, that was beautiful, right? And, and she wants more of that. So as you guys think about our MC leaders, um, like what encouragement could we offer them for, like how do we not feel that pressure? Like, how can we engage rightly with burden but not feel pressure?
3: Mm.
0: Might have been too hard a question.
3: Well, you know, I remember, you know, Ryan went to uh, Japan a while Mm -hmm. back, Mm -hmm. and he had met a missionary who was faithfully serving for 30 years. Yeah. And he had one convert Mm -hmm. in 30 years. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. You know, I I think a lot of people could see that as failure, or you're um, in the wrong calling, or what is yeah. that? Like I it,
0: feel that a lot from my life, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I sort of relate with that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, in our culture, like deliverables, you Ooh, know, yeah. all those things um, we mm-hmm. kind of use as markers of success, and I'm not saying those things are evil. We need those things to track sometimes. But, you know, what is God really looking for from that? Japanese missionary, Yeah, you know, it wasn't because he, the Japanese missionary is not the one changing people's lives. It's, That's right. it's the Lord himself, mm-hmm. you know, Amen. and it's really the faithfulness mm-hmm. of this Japanese missionary to share the gospel and, yeah. you know, he's leaving everything else to the Lord. Yeah. And I think if he can do that for 30 years, mm-hmm. I can have coffee with people and not <laughs> yeah. have, you know, um, a conversion every quarter. Yeah. Y- you know, um, yeah, I don't
0: know. yeah. I guess like I start asking the question, like, what does God want? Right? Because I'm like, he sort of can save people in a moment if he wants to, like, like, light, like, like <laughs> road to Damascus style, right? Mm-hmm. He could, but I, I, so I don't think he's actually worried about the outcome or the deliverables, right? He's the one who has all the deliverables, but I think he's like wanting our attention, he mm-hmm. wants us to join him in it. Um, when we were talking on the phone, I, I shared the story. Cause it was, it's again, it's like God's timing. The same time we're talking about this, I just happened to put on uh, Henry Now and Talk, and he's one of my spiritual heroes. And um, it's him sharing a, a parable, and he was sharing the parable of the vineyard workers. And some go out in the morning and they work all kinds of hours, and then some come in the middle of the day, and then some come at the end. One, some join in at the 11th hour. So someone's worked 11 hours, and you come in, and you work for 60 minutes. It's like the last hour of the day. And uh, the, the master pays them all the same. And Henry Nouwen was saying, oh, that we, we hear that, and something inside us goes, oh, that's not quite right. I don't really want that to happen to me. Um, but then Henry Nowen said, what happens if we switch it? And it's not actually a, a vineyard owner. What if the story was about a dad and that he had a child who was working with him? He's like, come work with me because I want to be with you. And that older child got to be with the dad all day long. And then that middle, middle-aged kids join in the middle. And at the end, the, a little two-year-old, he's like, come, come out in the field with dad here. You've got one hour and we're just going to hang out. And so the two-year-old helps him for like an hour. And then the father at the end of the day gives him all a present. When we hear that story, we're like, what an awesome dad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what an amazing dad. And when Henry was saying that to me, I was like, oh, that's what he's wanting from, he's actually, he's actually able to save people in a moment if he wanted to. He's inviting us into his work because he wants us to be with him more and more. Like, he, We're the ones mm-hmm. that get to join in. So I guess then the question becomes, like, if we were talking to MC leaders and apprentices, Like, how would we, how do we help them to be with their father? Like what, what, or help their MCs to be with the father? What are some things that, that that would help them?
1: Yeah, I, (laughs) the thing I'm thinking about saying is already frustrating me in a little bit of Mm. a way because I would love to, I would much rather give something very practical that's very easy to do and um, not something that's been said before. But but what when if it, it was good. I know, so that's why <laughs> okay, I, I yeah. have to circle back, <laughs> okay. right? That's why I have to circle back, exactly. Uh-huh, okay. Because, um, like you were saying, even in going and and taking on the burden of going out to like one's quote unquote out yeah. there in the world, that's another way to be with the Father.
4: Yeah. And that that is
1: it. That that is even a motivation to do it, like. Jesus everything that you were called in doing I'm called in the same and when I do the same things that you do that you Did I'm being with you Hmm. and and then when I feel myself Being weak and in my heart maybe not believing it all the time, but my head knows that Jesus you're the one with the strength you're the one to give me the strength and and then that will send me to like go be with him in other ways whether that's through Reading Scripture, whether that's through praying, and the things that we were talking about earlier of like praying those prayers, those are safe prayers, right? You don't have to worry about, oh, does God want me to pray that? Because yeah. that is exactly what His heart is.
0: He's already told us mm-hmm. this is His will. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other thoughts? What would you say to encourage MC leaders if they're they're like, I wanna I wanna grow in this way. I wanna I wanna be with the Father. Uh,
2: I think. Um, it's kind of it's kind of already been said, but the fact that Jesus is the one that transforms people's hearts, and so that because your your question originally was what takes the pressure off, mm-hmm. and so if I know and believe that Jesus is the one that transforms people, and that it's not on me to bring that person to completion, um, then that that means that wherever this this journey of evangelism goes, wherever this journey of the one goes with this person, I I trust ultimately that God knows what he's doing, Yeah, that he actually has this planned out way better than I do. Mm. And um, I mean, that that goes in all of life in following Jesus, yeah. that he knows better than me. And part of faith, part of trust is actually living that out, mm-hmm. saying, I trust that trust that God knows what he's doing and that um, his way is we use this phrase in our house all the time, it's the best way. Mm-hmm. We want God's best. Mm-hmm. Not our best, mm-hmm. God's best. It's awesome. Yeah.
3: I mean I think I love that example of this this garden thing, you know. Yeah. And I think of like the firstborn. He's the first one. Yeah, in the field all that day That gets long. called out, yeah. right? And everyone's like, ah, oh, poor poor firstborn. Yes, gotta our gotta poor firstborn All day. Yes. Right. But, you know, I think of like a father in the heart of God, our father. Yeah. He knows his firstborn. He knows how much he's trained him. He knows his heart. He knows his ability. So, yes, my firstborn, you're able to come out here mm-hmm. early, and I'm going to give you, you know, the backhoe because yeah. you know how some to drive work. this thing. Yep, some real work. You know what work. I mean? Yeah. And, You know and so as a father knows each one of his children and he knows each one of their capabilities and what they are able to do I think Mm -hmm. the father sees us in that very same way so you know I am probably like the two-year-old you know going out with a watering can yeah. that looks like a turtle, you know? <laughs> and so
0: awesome. And I'm
3: just watering random things, <laughs> yeah. probably weeds.
0: It's probably, yeah.
3: You know, and God is, you know, my father is saying, yes. okay, good job, sweetie. Yeah. You know, that's what I want you to do. I want you to water things. Yes. And I'm having the time of my life because mm-hmm. I have my turtle watering can <laughs> and I get to be with my dad and I get to like, you know, be there with all of my other brothers and sisters yeah. who, and we're all together. Yes. Right. And so I think the Lord knows us so well. And when he's watching us do this work, he's not like, okay, could you dig a bigger hole? Right. Like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> yeah. could you start, you know, yeah, digging we, harder or we whatever? We play
0: the v- script of what we think the father's saying, yes. and it's judgment or, it, like, not yeah. enough. But that's not what he's actually saying. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I think he's saying, hey, good job watering. <laughs> yeah. You know, and maybe to the middle child, hey, this looks like a, a great hole, but yeah. maybe you could just dig a little yeah. harder mm-hmm. and someday you're going to be able to drive the back hole. Yeah. I mm-hmm. promise. Yes. Do you know? And it's, mm-hmm. so I think if we can see it that way, I'm not so freaked out about like, uh, when I have coffee with this person, what am I going to say? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. Hey, let me just hang out and.
0: Turtle watering cans.
3: And yeah, my turtle watering can and have fun. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because I think that yeah. in and of itself is such an attractional thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not yeah. saying you have to be like this super fun person like Yvonne, you know? Well. um, <laughs> You know, not everyone can be that fun. But, you know, everyone, I'm convinced everyone has a certain magic. Yeah. You know, and God's going to mm-hmm. use your special magic to reach some special person. Yes. You know um, that only mm-hmm. you can with this person. Yes. And so whether I, I don't know, it could be so many things. It could be mm-hmm. being knowledgeable or you being nice or you know being fun or well, I I have no idea. Yeah. But I, I just think use those things.
4: Yeah.
0: I if I could give a gift to every disciple at Resonate, like what I I, I could even say this is like really what my calling is, my job here. I I want everyone to know God wants to use you. Mm. Like, he wants to use you. He doesn't just want to use the pastors up on the stage or the band or a Sunday experience. Like, his plan is he actually gave you gifts. He's actually given you abilities. He's made you exactly who you are. And he's filled you with the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? And he actually wants to use you wherever you go. So um, it's like we feel such pressure. We've got to control an outcome. But instead, it's like, Sounds like so freeing to be like, I have a turtle watering can, and I'm going to walk out with my dad, <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to actually help me to water the right thing. Like, he's actually going, oh, no, sweetheart, over here. You know, like, he's actually doing those things with us. So it's like, oh, I want that. I want that. Yeah. Yeah. So in that sense, I'm like, I don't want our MC leaders or apprentices to not have that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want them to miss that. That's why we're trying to put it in the MC guide every week. Like, for, like let's bring our people to think about that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're, we're almost out of time. I want to end by just asking this question. What what would we, if we were like helping MC leaders and apprentices, what should they pray? Like what kinds of prayers? Or how, how would you how would you help them to know what, what to pray for when it comes to what's my one?
1: I think it's even to, I think maybe when we even first talked about the For the One, a bunch of people thought there are no people who don't know Jesus in my life right now
4: Yeah. and, and yep. freaking
1: out because then it's like, well, how can I be for that person that doesn't, that I don't even know who it is at this moment. Yeah. And, but that's exactly their prayer then. Yeah. Pra- ask God, like, mm. do you, do you believe that God actually wants to put someone in your life mm-hmm. so that you can journey with them? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Almost like, what if you don't have to find your one? Mm-hmm. What if you keep asking God to show you who he wants mm-hmm. that to be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Other prayers? That's what good. would you encourage them to pray?
3: Yeah, I mean, they say, I, I can't. I don't know enough. I'm not good enough. I'm yeah. like, yeah, you're not.
0: That's right. That's a gospel answer. That's why Come Jesus on. came. Actually, you're probably Boom. worse than you know, even. That's <laughs> why Jesus came. Come on. And so, you know, yeah. so,
3: I, you mm. know I, it's one of those things where you're like, and you're not going by yourself.
4: Mm. You know, God
3: is with you. The Holy Spirit Amen. is with you. You know, And that, that resurrection power lives in us. Like, if I actually think about that statement— it's crazy. <laughs> and I go, why am I not using this superpower? Mm-hmm. Like the resurrection power lives in me right now. That's an insane thought. Yes. An incredible power yep. that we could channel to mm-hmm. actually find the courage to go after people who don't know him. Yeah. So, yep. That's what I would say. It's yeah. awesome. And that power will never leave.
2: That's
0: right. We all should right. do a sermon series on the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a podcast about the Holy Spirit because I want to say to all of the leaders, like, He's in you. Like, like this is there's there's a there's a level of courage. I love your word. Mm-hmm. Like, um, we we need to realize more and more how how powerful and how present He really is. So. Well, thank you for being here. Thanks yes, for taking thank some time. You. It's been fun. Our time, like, it goes quick. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next week, we're going to have other, another guest in. We're going to continue to talk to MC leaders and just find out real stories of how we're living out what it means to make disciples who make disciples. So uh, I'm just so grateful for your time that you were here, Jenny. It's incredible.
3: Thank you. Thank you for letting me be here. I had a good time.
4: Okay.